Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hey group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. of Black Girls Texting. I am joined by Glenn, Fed Stibrat, Pogue, Pinky, and me. I'm hitting my jewel. Sade better in law. <laughs> <laughs> um, ladies, what is going on? We're very busy. We're very booked and busy. Yes. How is everyone? You know, doing all right. I'm just, I'm coming off of a week-long bender because school <laughs> ended. Oh, I'm like, damn. I feel like you're always on a bender. What? <laughs> no, I feel not. like you said that before. Like two weeks ago, you said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. It was a weekend. It was a weekend bender, maybe. Yeah, Anyways, I'm like, aren't I the that one that term. you say doesn't go out the house? How am I on the, always on a bender? You don't I have to leave wanna. to do that, True. by the way. You can invite people over on your new patio. That is true. Now that I've redone my patio, I feel like I don't want anybody to come over to my house. Not really that. I just That's don't. a lie. I, I just, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm like, don't, I'm not keen on entertaining. I'm like, what's my like to entertain for me? Would somebody like to wash those dishes for me? Make the cocktails for me? That's kind of how I feel. But okay, anyway, anybody have you. on red what's or your red reply? <laughs> <laughs> on red or reply? Um, I will, first? I'll kick it off. Why not? I wrote it down on this little piece of paper here. Um... I'm going to reply to my family. I had a very family oriented weekend. It was very nice. And, you know, it's one of those things where uh, I think it's important to like spend time with your loved ones mm-hmm. and like expound on those relationships. I'm, I'm speaking specifically to one relationship, but um, it's funny because me and my mom always have these debates where I'm like, I don't think you just need to like, talk to someone because you're related to them but if the if the seeds warrant the watering then you should definitely go out of your way to do it that's how I'll put it so I watered some seeds and it was very nice um nothing like a beautiful black family unit we love to see it yes I am so my red's a little complicated I wrote condoms everyone's pregnant (laughs) a lot of a lot of people around me are, are getting pregnant, but they're like married and or in serious relationships. And I'm just like, wow, that it scares me very much. Um, I also hate condoms. Like, I hate them so much. I just told this dumbass girl that she needs to start using condoms because. Who said I don't? Who said I don't? <laughs> I thought you told this. Oh, no. You, you thought you did pull and pray. Correct. You can pull you and are, pray. You're, you're the biggest proponent of pull and pray. You <laughs> tell the listeners for up to three years now to pull and pray. That is the shit that you promote. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. But I guess I say it. You say it and you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, y'all. It's a bad idea. But um, <sighs> it's just like, what the fuck, man? They suck. They suck so bad. But like, you also know I'm anti-birth control. So it's like, what's a girl to do? I don't know, girl. 
don't know. So that's why I'm just leaving it all on red. Like, ugh, so complicated. Like, can someone make a really like a re-lubricating condom or something? Like it re-ups or something? Get some lube. Yes, you absolutely can can do that. But like that is like a process in of itself. Like what if you're in a situation and it's just not there? True. Like my body naturally produces it, but then you put that barrier with that condom, it makes it complicated. (laughs) Yes, this is true. You can do that. Spit on it. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ew, that was so weird thinking about you. I didn't think about her. I just thought about the song. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's that's my spiel. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, I live a hard Listen. life. Couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing these games with you, Shade. Just know that. All right, Glenn. <laughs> don't talk about me because you don't use them either. I don't. But what? I, oh my gosh! This is not a safe sex have an program. IUD, and up until recently, I was fucking the same person. So, were they only oh. fucking you? To my knowledge, because the way how diseases <laughs> correct. Okay. No, that is that is a concern. If you get pregnant, I'm gonna laugh at you and call you a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you know better. And you know that's something that you don't want right now. And you just out here knowing that you don't want that and do carrying on the way you're carrying on. I'm not carrying you know, we all do, on like anything. Listeners, if you're young, it's not risk. just it's not just about babies. There are actually things you can't give back. So don't listen to them. <laughs> this is very true. She's this is very wrong. true. Do like, not listen babies to Babies would be the least of my concern in New York City. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Ooh, yeah, places yeah. for that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, what about you? Um, so I gotta think of a reply, but my on red, y'all, and I feel like this is gonna be a little controversial. That song, that essence song, I can't I don't know if I can handle it anymore. What oh, you don't need no other body. Oh, oh, uh, oh, that's interesting. I know the girl that manages that girl. What's her name? Tim's Tim's Tim's? That's a girl. Tim's Tim's Tim's. Is Tim's? that her? Yeah. No, it's with the Nigerian. With kid yeah. and a person singing is Carol Tim's. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah, got it. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I um, I think it's a. I, I actually really enjoy the song, and I'm very a big proponent of like having a song of the summer. But every time I go to a party, it gets played, and I feel like I'm at the same party. It just feels like like I'm having deja vu. Like everybody responds to the song the same way every time, and I guess that's what a song of the summer will do. Right. But it just starts to feel it just it, this is more of a commentary of me feeling like I'm just at the same party all the time. Like outside is the same party all the time. That I will say I'm starting to agree with you on. And I I I was like, wow, I can't I can't do this. It's the same party. It's yeah. the same party. So maybe let me take that away from Young Tim's. I'm just <laughs> leaving on red the same party. But it really is like the same soundtrack. The the music, the songs seem to be going the same order every time. It's Ooh. like the same party That's all annoying. the time. I feel like I'm like, like it's like Groundhog Day. It's the same party. I was at this rooftop <laughs> thing and I was like, wow, I am too old for this. Like I need to find a space where I can like, <sighs> be a little crazy and a little wild but like not around 21 year olds like the layout you guys should come on saturday i'm going that's the same getting a whole crew yeah but like so this saturday the layout is happening and so is everyday people 
And I opted for layout because like everyday people is like, it's too crowded. It's like sweaty people trying to dance on me. It's like, I'm I'm over that. I do love the layout. I just saw that they um, are on some list, some New York Times list of Black history in Hmm. action or some shit. Like it's so fun. (laughs) It is fun. I mean, you go there, you see everybody that you know, right? And if you don't want to, it's a bit of an older crowd, like or like a crowd of our generation. And it's even older. You can see some aunties there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I can't wait for Soul Summit Summit to come back in the park. That's my vibe, my Fort Green Park vibe. Um, I think you have to like diversify your outings. I think that's I feel what like it Glenn is. Glenn just hates it every time she goes outside. I really don't like it. But yeah, you know what? Thing, <laughs> if if you do a mix of like on occasion, maybe you go to one of those like cliche ish parties. Like you do that once a month, and then you also like go to a nice that's dinner. Frequent. You do things like the layout. You do things like uh bowling you know you just like oh, i know i wanted some activity the activity like it would maybe not make it so um redundant groundhog day-esque yeah, yeah you don't only go to building black bed size switch it up I, I don't really go there i thought you went the other day i, I went for the first time oh. it was nice it was definitely nice but it was you know was you know there's that point bed i thought that was it that was, that that was, was something cool. else that i was at yesterday but there was a building black sty black bed sty a couple weeks ago. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> Brooklyn is having a summer. What do you I mean? People are everybody out, that man. that likes it, that's enjoying it. Yes, absolutely. Out. They couldn't wait for the yeah. vaccine. Okay, yeah. is it my turn? Yeah, I don't really have a reply. If not, Love oh. Island, Australia, which I mm. almost finished in its entirety. And you know this this program has like 35 episodes in a season. And that's light. It. That's light because the UK one is like it's like fifties. I know. That's I'm like shit. Long. I'm almost done. I'm. I'm I can't How long are the episodes? Done. An hour. hour. Are you kidding? Yes. <laughs> that's over a day. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I did this weekend instead of going outside and dancing to Thames. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! For the 69th time, <laughs> you don't need no other body. All right. You don't need no other song. <laughs> um, I'm dead. <laughs> Miss Pinky. So this weekend, I'm replying to my girl, Raisa. Shout out to her. Um, we went to Antigua. Um, is it Antigua or Antigua? Antigua. Me too, I've heard Antigua. Some people were saying Antigua, and I was like, that's not I what it's think called. That's correct. But people also say plantains, and it makes me so uncomfortable. It's plantain. Correct. Anyways, um, but yeah, it was great. I was a little, you know, I get anxious about things and I was anxious because there were people I didn't know, um, but it was really fun. It was a great group, good vibes, no drums, uh, lots of fun things. Um, and then <laughs> I'm leaving on red. Um, no, I actually had it. I guess I can leave that on red. When people post from a bachelorette shit that should not be posted or people no. post like, yeah, I don't like that. It's like, let's just enjoy each other. Like, we're having fun. So That's a no, no. Yeah, I'll leave that on red because I've definitely seen it from other people's bachelorettes. I'm like, why is this video on Instagram? This is weird. I've seen some stuff. I've I was seen like, oh, all kind of things. Yeah, I'm like, this should have been in not even Close Friends. This should have just There's been not, in your album. I've seen things on Close Friends of people that I do not know. Like, 
I'm sure I'm in I'm in that person's close friends. But saying, then you're you posting must know them. Right. But oh. then I'm seeing their friends who I've never seen in my life, titties and all kind of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I think Whoa. we're talking about the same person. Yeah, I'm sure we are. <laughs> I'm like, I just saw this girl titties. I don't even know her name. Oh Lord. Because I That's definitely saw lot. you on that person's close friends too. I know. I heard. <laughs> Acting like, a fool. I was on there too. Wow. Oh yikes. Um, I mean, it's entertaining. But, mm. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and one of the girls at the bat, she said that she witnessed firsthand you swing that little man around at your friend's wedding. Which is also something I'll reply to. Is like it's so I kind of love it, like how everyone's like connected. I thought I saw a girl in your pictures and stuff. I was like, I feel like she was just at Chardonnay's wedding. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's it for me. No one's hotline around, blinging. right? <laughs> my hotline's blinging. Oh, God. oh, yeah. Mine is, bl- I have a lot happening on my hotline. This will have to, I think, I have to save for like a solo episode because it's Great. just too much. <laughs> um, but I will say that uh, speaking of Shade's family talk, I bagged her sister's ex boyfriend. <laughs> what? Isn't her sister yeah. like older? Correct. Correct. <laughs> so is the guy older or is he yes, younger? Yes, he's nearing forty. <laughs> Watch the out, whole thing mind. because I met him in the street like a while ago, and I was like, "Oh, he's so fine." Da, 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 mm. And then like realized the connection, and Shade has been against it since Shade, the is beginning. Your sister mad? Okay, my sister actually. I was going to say my sister doesn't even date men, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like her ex no. when they were like teenagers. Oh, it's okay. just like a random kind of happenstance thing. But he's like in their family. Like he was at their family uh, happy hour and shit. <laughs> mm. And I ran into him yesterday um, at an event in Bed-Stuy. And it's, I haven't seen him in like three years. And he's like, aren't you Glenn? Don't I know you from such and such and such? And I was like, yeah. And I got his number. But now I'm afraid of him because Chad has <laughs> told me some things that make me think that he is a, a little bit strange, a little bit odd. I will Shade, say let that. that girl live. Yeah, live your best life. Live your best life. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. I'm going to transition us to the black girl doing shit. Who <laughs> I'm obsessed with if you all didn't know this week we have marjan carlos on the podcast marjan is a journalist editor and public speaker her writing has appeared on vogue.com net-a-porte w l into the gloss to name a few she's a former senior fashion writer at vogue.com where her work explored the intersection of style and culture And she actually studied gender and African-American studies at Brown and Columbia universities, Mm -hmm. respectively. She is a super in-demand public speaker, moderator, panelist, and she hosts her own self-produced advice show via Instagram TV, IGTV, your favorite auntie. Mm -hmm. Um, She's also currently working on her first book and she does just a lot of different things. So stay tuned and make sure you follow her and check out everything she's doing because she honestly gives the girls life. She does. 
She does. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. We are so excited. As we mentioned, our Black girl doing shit, Marjan Carlos, is in the building. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Really, it feels like long overdue. Yeah, totally. Long overdue. Totally. You know, we stand you over here. I likewise, like, <laughs> likewise. So, listen, I have a little game, but before we jump into the game, we need to talk. Real Housewives of New York. Are we watching? We have our first Black housewife, Miss Ebony K. Williams. Mm. Literally in between little work breaks, I was like pressing play, getting my fix, pausing, pressing play. I literally just press pause before we started recording. See, okay, so the girls are standing. What are your thoughts? Please give us the rundown. I love her. Um, First of all, I I feel like you guys know me. So that would be the first question out the gate. You know, let's ask her what she thinks about the season of Roni. And I... Love Ebony K. Williams. I love that she has a, an initial in her name. I think that that's super official. Yes. I love the way that she's um, she's like gracefully dragging all the women. They have been in store for a dragging. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the way that she's handling all the women, it's kind of like Ramona's always needed a Black woman to tell her to sit down, mm. you know, but she never has. And so she acts out like all, all these women have never been told to sit down so it's really great that like there's this new character doing that obviously I don't want that to be her only thing that she does and I like that she is like really open and like she's willing to get to know the ladies and not necessarily write them off as like old white women from the Upper East Side you know like right. she's like giggling with them and she's sharing with them and like gracefully telling them you know you shouldn't use the word help you know, yes. like that's really racist and stereotypical and, and why that is. And I think this has a, a larger like um, touch point for relationships with white people generally, which is that a lot of white people, white people don't know black people. So their, their empathy is very low, mm. obviously. And when they have a personal connection with another black person, they realize, oh, that could be my friend, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And I now understand that that is wrong. And I, and I think that um, by her being like, you saying the word help triggers me because my grandmother was a domestic and she's actually, her, her health is failing. So I actually think that's a really like great moment. Um, I haven't seen the whole episode from last night and I know she's taking a uh, social media break um, because of the weight of that episode. So mm-hmm. I can't really like, give you too much on it but I do think it was long overdue and I'm and I'm um I'm happy they're they're mixing it up because I think New York is a city of many New Yorks you know you guys are like native New Yorkers and like we don't we live a life in Brooklyn is so different from the Upper East Side and no one is more valid than the other and I just Mm -hmm. feel like that show has kind of validated only one experience in New York and it's such a big city so if you live in Chinatown or if you live in the Bronx, you're going to have a different experience. So that needs to be like captured in the show. So I'm happy about more New York's being captured in the show. Totally. Like broadly. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. Cause I think she's going to move to Harlem. It seems like. Oh, oh for real. 
it sounded like because on the like on some of the first episodes, she was like, I'm not like a downtown girl. I love Harlem. I want to buy in Harlem. Mm. So I would love to see it. Because she's in no. the ex's apartment. Did they buy it together? I don't know. I I'm don't not know sure. I'm unclear. I don't, I don't think she owns it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. 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 For context, listeners, <laughs> the episode we are all referencing, at least from when I started, they're still at Ramona's. They're still having this breakfast at Tiffany's moment. And I just got to Ramona telling Leah that she's like, I don't want to talk about big dicks and cocks. And I know, literally. Fucking eye roll. Oh, that's so annoying. Shut up. She's like, whatever happened to class? <laughs> Girl, I, you tell me, because do you have any? None. 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 <laughs> None. You're okay, not a but, socialite. But how do you guys feel, though, about these, like, Black housewives, or we saw in Dallas, like, the Asian housewife, kind of, like, is, like, their role being to tell no. these white women about race? Is that like strange to you all or does it feel good? Like, I don't know. I kind of feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. I feel you because it can li- be limiting and it can be exhausting. I mean, Tiffany Moon, I'm from Dallas. So that was actually a very triggering season for me to watch. And I couldn't watch all of it because I went to school with like the 16 year old version of all those women, mm. you know, who were like the subtext of whatever they said was racist and bigot. Like they, you know, they were bigots, but um, they would couch it in the terms of like, I would never, you know, not tell someone what they, what they were eating. I mean, that's, you can't force someone to eat something. And it's like shrouded in this like moral argument, but it's like, no, you're just, you're racist. (laughs) You know, you guys have like the rules don't apply to certain people. Um, and so I definitely hear what you're saying. Like Tiffany Moon is like a really interesting woman and she didn't have to saddle all of their shit mm-hmm. and probably not going to come back because of that. Right. Um, do you guys think that that's like a larger, if you like zoom out, do you think that that's like a larger example of how women of color and white women interact socially? I, I, I my social circle now is, I only have a very few white women in my life. Um, and so I don't, I, we don't have conversations. You don't have to do that. I yeah. don't have to do that. We talk but I don't, about this I don't, a lot. What's that? I, I said, we talk about this a lot. Like some people, Chelsea, I think you use this term, like reaching across the aisle. Like mm. some people feel more inclined or more comfortable. Some people are not here for it. They're not trying to do it. I don't know. I think it, it really varies. Like, unfortunately on a lot of these franchises that are very white, they mm-hmm. are going to have, you know, the token insert mm-hmm. ethnicity, race, whatever it may be. And if they weren't speaking up, I would also be like, we just going to, Uh, we're gonna let this slide and I don't Mm want to put that burden on them but unfortunately it kind of is what it is yeah I mean I think what we're viewing is are these like very carefully constructed social groups so when they're putting in so anybody that's on the outside of it it now feels like they're infiltrating this like bubble with like a dose of reality or something like I'm watching Beverly Hills and Mm -hmm. it's like the 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 Garcelle and I can't remember the Asian woman who's on the show Crystal. now. Her name Crystal. Crystal they're, they're playing the exact same role, and mm-hmm. it just feels it feels very obvious to me. Like it's like I, we know what you're doing. 
it just feels so like yeah it's like the, this attempt to like make it like socially relevant mm-hmm. really. yeah but I'm happy to see it on TV because think about the audiences that are watching it that no. also live in these very like carefully constructed groups yeah but I just feel like now it's like if you don't know by now, it's probably because you don't want to know. So I'm mm. of the mindset that it's no longer my job. I'm tired mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And I've only mm-hmm. seen it back, I've only seen it backfire, right? So mm-hmm. when I do it, then all of a sudden I'm the mean, angry mm-hmm. girl who wants to talk about race all the He's time. He's always bringing it up, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, y'all say your stuff and I just will remove myself from you. I think it depends. I think it depends. I have a very like diverse group of friends and like my roommate, he's a white gay man. And we have a lot of very open conversations and he, this is going to sound so stupid. He has this thing with garlic powder. He (laughs) thinks garlic powder is like very like low class. pedestrian. Yeah. He's like, I just feel like garlic powder is like, it gives Walmart. And I'm like, you don't season your food like we do. So like, what are you saying? And don't get me wrong. He knows a seasoning. He uses like all the Middle Eastern seasonings and Indian seasonings. But I'm like, you just didn't grow up with the staple salt, pepper, garlic powder. Right. So you just don't know any better. And you cannot say that garlic powder is low class. That sounds crazy. And so simple as like that kind of a comment. I'm like, do you see how that could come off? Like, a little elitist for you to say like I and I know and I I always check him in these little moments mm-hmm. but it's like it's such a trivial debate but it's like something that someone could say that they don't realize the implications mm-hmm. of those types of statements where like you unfortunately for me you always got to be on ready to check somebody and be like yeah. you can't say that and I wait people need to check me sometimes I say crazy shit <laughs> But y'all also have a trust between each other yeah. where that could, where it works. Absolutely, and absolutely. I don't, I, I'm thinking about, oh my God, very limited, minimal white people in my life. And and I'm very, like, I bangs with them and I don't, I've never had to have like conversations exactly. with them like that. But, um, exactly. I'm not going to air out your, uh, girl, I don't talk to that person anymore. Right. Exactly. Wait, That's the guy who, who used the black emoji. Yes. I had friends that were using black friends. That were sending black emojis, and why then when I they, why were they doing that? Then when they asked when <laughs> I asked them about it, they were like, "I don't get the big deal. Isn't it a compliment that I would want to like present myself as like a black emoji?" I think it's a compliment if they like acknowledge our presence or like yeah. are like, "Oh my god, what's this thing that you're up to? That's cool." Like that was that's no, that's like cherry picking and and weird cosplay. Like don't exactly. Do that. It was we called it digital blackface. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly blackface. what it is. It is digital blackface. Digital it's blackface. very concerning. Okay, so now this game. Okay, you are someone we look to for advice. <laughs> You're someone that we think is very, very wise and just fabulous. So, her auntie. I've been toying around with this game. Okay. of text etiquette. Oh, text okay, cute etiquette. Mm-hmm. Text etiquette. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to throw some things out there. I just need you to tell me what your thoughts are. And ladies, please feel free to play. The first is, you already know, red receipts. Is this appropriate? Is this okay? No. I think that's, I think that's for your parents. My parents have their red receipts on. Because oh. they're, they're cute. They're boomers. They're like, they're like 
you know, they're just starting to learn which emoji to, to send me. You know, speaking <laughs> of emojis. Interesting point. I, that, that's for me. I just think that red receipts, um, I just think that that's a little invasive because, I, yeah, the whole thing, we left you on red. Um, I, don't, I just don't want to see that. I, think, I do think it's a generational thing. I also definitely think that um, it can make people feel bad. Like, honestly, it makes you, it kind of makes you sweat a little bit. You're like, you saw that and you did not respond. Other, and like, you know, if you don't have them on and you don't respond, people can be like, maybe she didn't get it. Maybe she's in the subway. Maybe she's, da, 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 you know, all these other things. Um, and I feel like it's a bit more polite. It's kind of like muting someone on Instagram rather than mute, like blocking them or, or <laughs> unfollowing. unfollowing them. Yes. You can just politely be like, you know, and, but I think if you have your red receipts on, you're asking for it. And if, you know, you're, if you're older, I, I would assume that that's fine. That's, that makes, that's such a good point that that's like some boomer stuff. When I think about the people on my phone that have their red receipts on, they're kind of like, like weird. Yourself? I don't have mine on anymore. You were just. I don't have mine anymore. Not too long okay. ago. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But the reason why I had them on, which I'm curious about, how you would feel about this, Marjan. We had this other guy on our show who said that, like, it's interesting. It feels good when you know that somebody has actually read your message. Like, it, there's like a sense of like, they can you have to I've reply been, after. Yeah, no, red receipts bad. Don't take them off. I mean, take them off. Okay. I think it's something, no shade to Capricorns, but I think it's something like a Capricorn would do. Uh, it's not. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. I would never. I don't know. It feels like the message received, like we're having an active conversation. Girl, oh, no. not message I mean, received when you leave. I don't, I, I don't answer nobody's texts. I'm, it's no shade to Capricorn. Just saying. You guys like really like order it. Like, Wait, know. what's your sign? I'm an Aries. It's a fire sign, baby. Oh, oh gosh, I'm in flames right now. Hey, let's get it. <laughs> All right, my next one. How soon to text after a date? And I'm just going to throw this in here. Does the gentleman, if we're in a hetero situation, need to text first? Oh, my gosh. You know, I have such, I threw out a lot of rules um, in, my, in my present relationship. Um, I, cause I kind of like pursued him though. He would say that I didn't, whatever. Um, he's a Leo, right? He's a Leo. Yes. Yes. Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Are you a Leo? I am. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My best friend's a Leo. I, I know the lot. vibes. I know I the vibes. Of, Aries Leo is like, woo, let's get That's it. My sister that is crackling. <laughs> <laughs> it's, cr- it's so, it's so spicy. Um, I would say that, right. Like, before I, I dated my present boyfriend, I would always try to play it cool. I would always try to be the girl who, you know, it didn't really matter, like whatever, but I care. And um, if I want to put something out there, I, I will text someone and be like, I had a really good night. Um, mm-hmm. And that was really, that was really great. You know, it was, it was cool to see you. Um, and I, it's the, the funny joke of my um, boyfriend is that he drove me home and then he gave, like, gave, cause we like knew each other from the neighborhood and we like, he drove me home and like, he gave me his, or I gave him my number and then he didn't text me. And I was like, what the, what? And like, hmm. um, I, I guess I should, I guess I should say my boyfriend like owns like the, like one of the bodegas, like around my neighborhood. So I like mm-hmm. went back into his store and I was like, 
I was just talking to him a you couple days did? later. Like, bro, you are went you back text? like, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. You pressed him. He didn't. He didn't like text me back, and so I was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna go back in and I'm gonna like say what's up. Wait, did you do it like a casual? Like, I just came to pick up a cashew milk. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, came, I like came yeah. and I was like, not a cashew up. milk. And then like, here's a cashew milk. <laughs> and um. His phone like dinged or something, and he looked down at his phone. And I was like, "Oh, so your phone is working?" Oh, and he that. was like, "He was like, what? Yeah, it's working." And I was like, "Oh, because you just didn't message me, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't know." And he was like, "All right," and he just, and then from then on, it was just like just consistency. It's been consistent, and we've been I on. That. I don't know. I just feel like we get so trapped in these like ideas and these roles, and like. We're not supposed to be forthright with our feelings and we're supposed to play it cool, especially mm-hmm. in New York. And like, I just don't, I don't have time for that. And I don't think we do either. We, we, we just survived a pandemic. Um, I think the cool is off. Just take off your cool. And if you think you had a really great time and you want to text them, like text them and don't think too much into it. I, that's how I kind of look at it. Yeah. I agree. I don't, what do you guys think? I'm surprised you said you agree, Chelsea. I feel like you're very um, old-fashioned. Traditional. I am. I am. But I do think, so I've been watching someone that I'm ashamed to say I've been watching. (laughs) Oh, God. You love him. You're a fan. Oh, Dan Savage. Heavy. Okay. Literally. Oh, Samuel. Samuel. Literally what you just said. Stop saying his name on this program. I'm sorry. I know. That's why I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> okay, literally what you just said he yeah. says he oh, just doesn't he say it that? like that yes he says women after like maybe when you're maybe when you're in college you want to be like hard to get whatever blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he's he like at a certain point like unless you want to be alone <laughs> he says you're in the danger zone you're in the danger zone you're in the danger zone you gotta get serious <laughs> to put yourself out there and he literally said the exact same thing that marjan said except you say it much nicer and he (laughs) says it in a nasty disrespectful way yeah but um but i i agree i think i think here's the thing i'm not like that just because i i didn't have that sort of confidence when i was dating so it was kind of like who came to me but i think once you know yourself better and you're like this is what i want Mm -hmm. why not yeah no, I definitely want, I knew exactly. I was like, I like this guy a lot. Like we had, a, we sparked. I think it's real. But I do know. think he should pay for the first date. Oh, he, I mean, period. I mean, I don't, okay. I, I don't think about anything, honestly. I think that's how it should be. I, I've dated dudes before who split things and, you know, my boyfriend's like super Brooklyn, super traditional in a lot of ways. And I don't, I don't pay for <laughs> We love to see it. We love to see it. I went on a date with a guy and um, I drove and then I drove home Mm -hmm. and I was like waiting for the like, did you you end it? Did you make? Yeah, I was waiting for that text and I didn't get that text and I was a little like, "Mm." but he had sent me something um, when we were hanging out. I was like, oh, send me that. And so I hearted it like, oh, great. I got it. And he was like, I guess this is your way of telling me you're home. And I was like, oh my God, what? So like, you were supposed to you, say that? No, I find that odd. No, what if I was on dead me? on the road? But then, but then, <laughs> maybe, text you but then it made me think like, maybe he is, he doesn't know how long it takes for me to get home. So maybe exactly. I am supposed to tell him that I'm home. 
oh, that's so weird. But then did you, I would have felt like, should I be texting him that I got home? Like, does he care? Right. So so I just, I just heard it. I I did like a half-assed thing. And then I was like, and then he was like, oh, I really had a good time. And then we did the whole blah, blah, blah. Right. There, men are very scared and like insecure. And like, you have no idea until you're like deep in a relationship with them and you're like oh like wow that made you upset like okay like it, it's 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 no it's you know like because I think and I have I when I've listened to your episodes Chelsea you have brought this person up before we won't speak of his name and I think that you have like you have a devil's advocate kind of a, you know you, you look at him and you're kind of like hmm you know so I think that's kind of what you're taking with 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 this nugget right here but I um I think men are pretty a demonic man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shadi, you don't even watch though. I'm just saying, like, some of the things he says, I'm like, I would, I want to talk to like a, a single woman, and I have my mom, a single woman who's almost seventy, mm. and sometimes I'm like, and my mom's very like strong, independent woman, but she's like, wow, like I have a beautiful life, I have great children that I am proud of, but it would have been nice to have a companion, and she mm. doesn't have one. And so I don't want my friends to experience that feeling. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's happening to Black women specifically. It is. So I can understand that point of view. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's, we have to let go of a lot of things, I think, just to, because we can find happiness and joy and love wherever. It does not have to be like the, who you think it is, you know? Mm. And I think we have to get away from that. And I, and um. As, especially as black women because we're fucking amazing and it's like if we're looking for a very particular type of thing it may not look that way and, and we mm. might be missing out mm-hmm. put a pin That's in this i want to come back to this <laughs> sure. my my last yeah my last one in text to kit hmm. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> i have a couple i'm always I, I i'm always going to do this sending nudes are you sending them or not no face no case ass titties I mean, I I do send them to my my boyfriend. Yes, ma'am. I mean, you know, because what do you what do you like when you're single? Like when you're talking to somebody? When you're when you're yeah. dating? Is it is it different? When the clock strikes twelve, whatever tickles your fancy. You After know? a couple of shots of tequila, correct. <laughs> I mean, I definitely like if I'm walking past the mirror and I'm like, damn, you know, I, I definitely send. I send, yeah, you just send it and I'm just like, boom, there you go. Um, and then he has like an app where you can like hide your pics or whatever. Oh, signal? So he, so he like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but he's like, no, they're there. That's fine. You're fine. Don't worry. Like if someone were to steal my phone, they like couldn't find. Oh my pictures. God, I need this app. Oh, I love that he's protecting them. Well, that is better. really thoughtful. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm convinced I have like a secret porn hub or something. <laughs> <laughs> Between you posting all of them nudes on that Facebook. Right. Wait, you posted nudes on a Facebook? Correct, she did. I had like a, my, in in college, I had a Facebook that only my ex-boyfriend and I had the password to. Okay. And I would post like different little nudes and stuff on it. And like, but I, I don't care. Risky business. Yeah. So then you probably shut that down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I took everything off and I like closed it and when we broke up I'm such a bitch when we broke up the first thing I said after like it really happened is I was like can you just delete all those videos <laughs> and he was like 
fuck you, Shade. <laughs> I think that that's extremely uh, reasonable. That's it's a reasonable, reasonable request. That's fair, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like a public figure. You don't need someone out shit. here on a vendetta, you know? I don't need any vendetta. Speaking of which, somebody else has my video. I want it. I want the video back. And I think you, I think you have every right to your, to your um, image. Like, come on. Yes. Look, I'm suing anybody if they try some shit. Suing, like, <laughs> the, like Black China paved the path for all of us. Black China did revenge porn. This Correct. is like a thing now. Oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot about porn. that. Yes, ma'am. That was like that was an iconic moment. It was amazing. Rob thought he was doing something, oh my God. and committed a crime. <laughs> <laughs> That what <laughs> a felony. trying to be petty and right. committed a felony. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Black China, I have to say, is like demonized in a way that um it's just it does not deserve. Here's the thing: the bleaching deserve. creams was not okay. Well, the bad news. There's a bleaching cream line that she sells in oh Africa. absolutely white initiatives. Yes. White initiatives. But did you see recently what she posted? No, I did. She, she posted on her Instagram and she was, it was like a picture of the Kardashians. And she was like, if oh, it were, yes. if they were black, everybody would be calling them ghetto. And that they're a family of baby mamas. And they're a family of baby, baby mamas. mamas. All facts. <laughs> Period. She's, she's not wrong. But she's very much demonized. She gave them like, they swagger jacked the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were friends with her. And a girl took her whole ass father of her child who was she was 17 or 18 at the time yeah. <laughs> it was fine wins. Yeah, that shit was crazy wow that was, time that was a alive. good time and then she did that alley-oop and then took rob or whatever then yeah like depressed. Woo! she's like you'll never get rid of me i'll see you for the next 18 years <laughs> she was like i'm gonna be black china kardashian you <laughs> <laughs> amazing so well played so oh, well played my God. yes Yes. Okay. Well, we stand you because you are really like a jack of all trades, which we love about you. Like the bio is like, and this, yeah. and that, and this, and that, and this too. The accolades are crazy. And we're really inspired by like your career. And we just want to know, like you've created your own path. Like, how did you go about doing this? When did you decide like, oh, I don't just have to stay at Vogue and like do this for the rest of my life. Or I don't just have to stay in this one lane. Like, mm how did you decide to break the mold I I really appreciate you guys saying that a lot I I didn't ever think about it like that I just felt like at 27 in 2017 when I left I was pretty burnt out um Mm. emotionally physically mentally um creatively I had nothing left to give I I was writing like multiple like I mean if you've ever written for an online publication you it's like a content farm so Mm -hmm. you're just like writing and writing and writing and I, I fell out of love with writing and um, mm. I like lost a lot of confidence that I had when I initially came into the role. And um, I just felt like I could spread my wings and like go. I had absolutely no plan. And I, I really did flounder for such a long time. I didn't want to write anymore. I didn't, I didn't want to do anything to do with content or SEO or any of that shit. And um and that really was a difficult road, but I just remember like my friend asked me to write a piece for Glamour about um, all of the September covers. Do you remember that? It was like 
every black woman was on a September cover. It was Mm. unprecedented. Yeah. And I wrote an article about that. I remember the reception felt like this is why you do it because writing is like very a lonely sport. You know, you're, you're writing into like, and you know, alone in a room and you, you don't know what's going to happen. So it can be very lonely. And then when you have people respond to it, that's like the really beautiful Mm -hmm. part of it. And so after that article, I was like, okay, I just need to keep doing this. I need to keep doing the things that light me up and the, and keep doing the things that make an impact. And that had always been at the forefront of my work, but I just had that burnout. Um, and I just started etching my way towards that. I was like, okay, I'm going to do a talk at Dumbo House. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, do a bunch more freelance writing. I'm going to do consulting. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing all these things. And I, um, I went back in house. I, I mean, I think for me, I'm not a 401k girl at the end of the day. <laughs> like I really am um, much more a person who's likes being in control of their time and, and their, and their, um, their focus. And so I don't know. I, I think I just, I think gradually as I, as I started to build things outside of this idea of a title, I had much more confidence. So if I did get a title, mm-hmm. it didn't bear yeah. the same weight as, pre- as previously, like, you know, and, um, and I kind of get into this thing of thinking of like, you need me, I don't need you kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I, and I, and that's a lot of, um, that can be a lot for people. Um, but I think that's what kind of guides me in, in doing what I want to do and like forging ahead and just continuing to pursue myself. Do you ever look at yourself as having like a destination or mm. are you continuing mm. to just do things that fuel you along the way? You know, that's a really good question. I know exactly what I want, but I'm sure as, uh, as an Aries, I will want more after yes. I achieve those things, of course. <laughs> you know? Um, and that's, I like that cause it's a challenge. And, um, I think if you're a woman who wants to lead a life, that's a little more outside, like, you know, left of center, you're going to, um, it's going to be a journey. I mean, all yeah. life is a journey, but it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be different. And it's not going to be so linear, um, which can be frustrating, but also really exciting too. So I like that excitement of different challenges. And so I I wouldn't say I necessarily have a a destination, um, but there are some things that I would love to achieve. I love 401k girl. Can we like (laughs) coin that? I am a 401k girl. Yeah. Respect. You know what I mean? But like, I also get it. And Glenn, Glenn, we've talked about this in the past um, through kind of like, whatever, I'm airing out all your existential crises on the show. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's what friends are for. (laughs) Where we, I think we were talking about this and you had this moment where you were like, I am a creator or something. There was like a term Mm. that you used, but like you had been trying to like put yourself in these boxes of like, I am a teacher and I am a writer and I am this. And then one day you were like, I just create, like I I yeah, I mean, because well, you asked me like, well, what do you want to do? And yeah. I was like, I'm doing it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. alive. Like, I'm doing the things that I want to do when they come to me. I'm doing the things that I'm inspired by 
as I continue. And so that's why I asked you that question, because for me, I don't think that I have like a destination really, because I don't want to really even box myself into having like an end goal, mm-hmm. like they're in very much so sad fire energy. Like there's can always be more, um, more, it's more, more, you know? more. Although some people have told me like that my insatiable need for more might end up being my downfall, but I don't know. Some people hmm, that's dark. Yeah, but I think that that's just like a way to like put you in your place. And you right. Don't to, you don't have to listen. To mm, yeah, exactly. I know who said it. So you know, you can like, assume eh, who said it. Uh, eh. A young man. Was it a boy? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, then there you go. I think that a lot of, <laughs> I think men putting women in their place and negging women um, is something that's just like it's a criminal act and I, it happens far too much mm. and we start to like second guess ourselves you know what I'm saying and you're just like oh well maybe he's right but then it's like no he's not right um he's just intimidated boom straight like that yeah. you know that's how I look at it I hear that <laughs> You know, something else, when you, your your last birthday, you posted something like so honest um, in the realm of this conversation about like success and what your life looks like, or like the kinds of like, I guess, timestamps we put on our mm-hmm. lives, like when we should achieve certain things by, and you were referencing like how Tina Turner, like found success, like later in life. Mm. Um, I don't know. Could you just share more about that with our listeners who didn't see your post. I thought it was so profound. Oh, thank you. I mean, I just, I think about that so much because I think our culture, especially right now, we're so obsessed with, with youth and God bless them. You know, they do amazing things. And um, I don't know what it's like to be 16, 2021 during a panty, but they're very enterprising. They're very creative, but that's not the only narrative. And I think that we Mm -hmm. only get one particular image. It's like, you have to have everything achieved by the time you're 21. And that's ridiculous, you know, because then what happens after that? And like, um, I just find that, you know, people think that life just stops. And I'm like, no, there's so many acts to your life. There's a second act, a third act, whatever. And um, I just tried to get myself out of this thinking because I was going to be, I was turning 38 And I was like, am I where I want to be necessarily? No, but I'm definitely like getting closer to the woman that I want to become. And I I think that's really cool. Um, I don't want to be 21. Um, No, (laughs) thank you. So the 20s are trash in retrospect or like important, but like the 30s get better. We're about to enter our 30s. Oh my gosh. Listen, (laughs) like it's such a great time. Like it's such a really, really great time. And look at where you guys are now already like I like that's beautiful praise like imagine where you'll be in like 10 years from now like that's that's really exciting as well so like all like praise to you but I I found that um I definitely came more into who I was in my 30s and I had more confidence in who Mm -hmm. I was um and there's just so many different acts and I think that like Tina Turner um Tracy Ellis Ross, women like that. We need to see more women like that. Gabrielle Union, women who are older, who are still thriving and interesting and fun and inspiring mm-hmm. and like, and, and a part of the discourse, if not driving it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think is really, really rich too. You know, it's like, yeah, I could be 48 and like, 
be on your mood board, you know, or I could, you (laughs) know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be an 18 year old who's, who's um, like the arbiter. So I think there has to be more of that. We have to, we have to normalize like just life after a certain age where it's, and it's still thriving. It's still fun. It's still so, because also you think, I'm sorry, I'm about to get really take us there sociological but you have to think about it in the sense of like uh we're of a new generation of women who are financially independent mm-hmm. more so than our mothers um and we can make other choices in our lives mm-hmm. and that's really cool because we don't have to get married we don't have to have a baby we don't have to do all these types of things because we're making we're creating our own careers and all that type of stuff that's really exciting that doesn't mean that having a kid or, or, you know, making a family isn't exciting either. I'm just saying that like, there are a lot more options for women. And I think that that's, that needs to be discussed more and like shown more and Mm -hmm. um, celebrated. So that was kind of like what I was riffing on. Yeah. hundred percent. I had this like, and I constantly go through this existential crisis. I was actually talking to my therapist about it and she was like, what are you tweaking about like you're 28 sit the fuck down basically but I find that sex in the city is so inspirational to me Mm -hmm. to rewatch because of the point that you made around these acts in your life Mm -hmm. and I look at those women and I'm like oh my god like Charlotte thought she had it all figured out and then she was with Trey and that was a fucking disaster and like <laughs> then she met this man that she never thought that she would be with and you know like Miranda and like all their different experiences were just like granted through the lens of white women but whatever that was gonna make that point yeah let me like, let me fucking live through the lens of these white women but it's just like <laughs> oh this is not so cut and dry like it doesn't have to be by 20 something I'm locked down and by this age I'm having the babies and by this age I'm doing this like it literally can be so much more like you can literally make it what you want it to be and that's isn't that so exciting it starts to feel like freedom right right yeah years ahead like there's so many possibilities I don't have to be where I am right now. I could totally change my life. Like, how cool is that? I think that's really, really cool. And I think, yeah. um, I mean, Sex and the City continues to stay relevant. I know it's kind of sad because it's, right, it was so, it was so white and it was so, so undiverse. <laughs> but the, like, it was those universal kernels of truth. Yeah. I'm like, God dang, like, how do they do that? If they're still York? so relevant. So yeah. relevant. They yeah, really I mean, kind of nailed it. And I mean, I knew, Chelsea, I know how you feel, but this is why I stand Benifer. I think it's iconic. That's a great like example of, of what you're saying, though. This makes sense. I don't, I'm not really the biggest fan of JLo in general. I think she's oh, a culture. Mm, yeah. I love Chelsea, you... <laughs> I like your takes. <laughs> I really do. Hot I think take, it, hot take. I know, I really, I really, really do. I never agree with me, but whatever. No, I, that I like that. I like that you guys don't always agree. I don't, yeah. I don't think you need to. And I no. like that you're kind of like, eh, no. Like, Here's the thing. I have a select hard. group of culture vultures that mm-hmm. I give a pass. Ariana Grande. Sweet. She's <gasps> also love Ari. She's a problem. I will be at her concert in the crowd with the 13 with long sleeves. With um, long sleeves. Just like and it. I don't, I don't I give a long sleeves. Yeah. I don't give a f- 
for the hair we, we, we went and we wore oversized Woo! hoodies that covered our fingers yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all the run i yeah. saw her in concert she was good she's she, great she's an icon i don't care i just love her but yeah to your point it is interesting how benifer has found themselves back with one another later yeah. in life after a lot of things have gone down Ben Affleck looks like he has lived a lot of life and not, <laughs> so, and not in a good way. Do you think this is forever? <laughs> no. I know. No. It's a season. Oh, you I don't? Think, you think another one? No. I think she's just living her best her life. life. And people are so inclined to come for her for all of her different chapters with these men. And I kind of think it's kind of cool. If she were a man, no kids. one would give a fuck. She, yeah. You know? They wouldn't give a fuck. I mean, She's seriously. good. I kind of... You know, also it's like that. It's like Rita Ora. She's dated everybody. She's in a three-way now. The I three-way. know. The I find this fascinating. <laughs> I'm like, who are she? And she's dated like no, like she's not someone who we think we look to. Nope. As like a cultural heroine, I I, I don't think in America she's that. She reads like that at all. Does she no. read like that even in the UK? I don't know. But no. she is I'm Glenn. <laughs> I maybe. Know. Know about that, <laughs> she, but she gets with powerful people, and I'm yes. like, she must have some game. Thousand percent, she has like you can see it in the way she She's, moves. Like, you know, I don't think about her often, but when I see her, I'm like, oh, interesting. Swaggy, She's swaggy. swaggy. she got swaggy. I guess so. Yeah, he's got an appeal. I'm looking forward to the chapters in my life. I have said this many times. I'm convinced I might have three marriages, and I'm okay with that. But I think I will pull a Kourtney Kardashian and just have one baby daddy. Okay. Just like, for consistency. Right. <laughs> just to keep it consistent. Like, you know, people are obsessed. not confused. It's a little easier. I am I'm the child obsessed. of all types of many different marriages. So all my siblings were all, you know, somebody got a little of this, somebody got a little of that. And it's always <laughs> like, oh, yeah. A friend like that. That's your, that's because of his mom. Or that's because I just want it to be, y'all are just all fucked up. It's consistent across the board. <laughs> You all look alike. <laughs> you all look alike. And now we're on your stepdaddy's yacht. Just keep it pushing. Oh, Let's go. Now we're on yes. Travis Parker's yacht. Fuck? Right. Oh, Actually, Courtney God. has done the same thing. She's done a nice, she's had a nice little rat run. She's a good know? 40 year old who's just like living it, living her life. I just, I mean, I feel like you're going to find that you, you'll be economically super independent and like more secure and like you're you will be making some interesting decisions you might still be you might be forming a family but you might be creating another form of it too which yeah. i think is really cool i want to get in your business a little bit but What's like that? thinking about like marriage is that something that you've wanted you said at the beginning that you were like you put rules out like oh, that yes. this type of relationship is different than the ones you've had in the past. Mm. And we listened to your favorite auntie. So yeah. we got a little intel. Do I want to get me? I would love to get married. I would love to get married. Um, I'd love to have children. It was so funny. Um, I was in LA recently and so was my brother. Incidentally, we didn't plan it, but he was there with his family and I was like, oh, well, why don't you come by the hotel? They have a pool. The kids can play. My niece and nephew are um, eight and four. So they came to the hotel and they were acting like New York kids in a pool. 
<laughs> so they were losing their damn mind. Yes. Okay. And I was just like so overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I think he could see it in my eyes. And he just leaned over to me and he said, you know what, Marjan, I want you to do one big thing in your life. And then I want you to have a kid. Because if you don't get that thing done and then you have kids and it takes you longer to get to where you want to go, you might start resenting yourself mm. and possibly your, your kids. And mm. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, like, okay. you know, and so he's like, poolside. It poolside. Poolside. So he was like, finish your book proposal and have a baby. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. And I just feel like I would like to have one last hot girl summer. And then I would like to have a child yes. um, with, my, with my man. With, with uncle. With uncle. <laughs> with I uncle. mean, you know, yes. it, would be ni- it would be nice. He doesn't believe me. He's like, girl, you are out here in these streets all the goddamn time. And I'm like, no, no, I promise. Like, like, I'm dead ass. Yeah, dead ass. that sounds. We had quite a Memorial Day weekend over here at my <laughs> residence, and I was like, "Yo, imagine you had to wake up and care for a child." Well, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, higher. obviously, you you wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't have a drug filled weekend of like shenanigans. Or yeah, you could have staff. No, I would. Have, yeah, but I, they would be like, like at the other house. <laughs> you could have staff. This is true. This is true. Way. I would imagine have a nanny. Yeah, yes. that wasn't accessible. <laughs> and you had to wake up and like care for a whole other human. I could barely care for myself. It was getting mm-hmm. really rough. Yeah. I, I mean, I think about that too. I'm like, damn, I know people that have kids right now. How the fuck are they doing it? God I couldn't imagine them. having a kid in the, the type of life that I you live right now. You just do it. Just like our parents did it. Just no, like I know. your parents did it. You just do it. You do. I'm just acknowledging that it's hard as <laughs> You would be okay. It's hard work. If a baby came into your uterus right now and you pushed it out, you would do it and you'd be good at it. It would just happen. Correct. I mean, I'm, I'm I appreciate your faith. I, I agree with Chelsea because there's no right time necessarily to have a kid. No but... one's ever ready. No one's ever ready. I know. It's just like, you know, I want to have a house. Like there's just like these things that you want to have, well, but it's true. Happens. But like shit happens. Listen, the finances have to be ready because I ain't trying to I like my shoes and bags, and then I gotta buy you shit. Get out right. of here. Go somewhere. I do too. I really. I, I I think about that stuff a lot too because I would spend all of my money on my child's clothes. I'd just be like, let's just buy you a whole new collection each season, and I want you to like, <laughs> you know, what are we what are we going for? What are we doing? I look at the season. I'd be a whole mess. I don't know why a she by Sheree kids line just came into my mind. <laughs> The adult line still has okay, but I have questions. What is baby Kylie about to be giving? They just brand everything, yes. Baby Kylie, that's a new thing. Excuse me, baby Kylie. I didn't know what you meant. Kylie Baby is a new brand. That young lady is making kids' clothes, baby. She's gonna be a bajillionaire, yeah. She is. I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I don't know about this stuff, Glenn. I don't ever know anything. I know. I'm like, I don't know. I just (laughs) happened to pop up. I was on the Black Girls Text and Instagram. That's why. Because y'all followed all the the people. It keeps you. Kylie Baby. And to me, it's just giving like the like Gen X mom. Like, is that going to be the aesthetic? She's going to make bread. She's going to make mad bread. She's going to be a billionaire and a half. Yeah off of that that is just and 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 it's just like black china said if black women did that 
Yeah, it, we, it's just it's so interesting. We'd how never be considered so good aspirational. Mom. It's gonna right. be like baby crop tops. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be like Gen X baby clothes. And like I don't think it's Gen X. Pants. I think you keep messing up the Gen thing. Gen, Gen Z. Yeah, Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z. I'm Gen sorry. Z. Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z. Z. Yeah, Gen Z. 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 Yeah, I was like, Gen look, X. I'm old as hell. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Flint, you're <laughs> Gen I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't say that. I'm like, you're a millennial. I'm Zen. Millennial I'm has almost... started to sound like a bad word now. Like when people yeah, say millennial, why do you think... it sounds like a dirty word. Why do you think that is? I think Gen Z is a dirty word. Ooh. That means you're old. Because you think <laughs> the younger kids are a dirty word. <laughs> Everyone thinks the person, the one under them is like, like my yeah. sister's was like, millennials. And I'm like, oh. what do you think my mom said about you, Gen Xers? Ooh. Ooh. Wait, you know? what's the word that they're calling millennials now? Like, it's a word for being like an old millennial. Oh, Have you guys not heard this? I like heard a... about that. What is that? Chuggy? Uh, no. What? Well, I, yeah, no, I heard about that too. You haven't heard of the term chuggy? Never heard chugi? of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This is where I help you all understand white culture. It sounds culture. white as hell. Yeah. White yes. <laughs> culture. Chuggy is when you do something that's like very like corny. Um, it's like, farmhouse design like when people have those signs in their bathroom decals that are like love oh. right? like that's chuggy yes what? Mm-hmm. okay and yeah, it's associated we... with like millennials but like these midwestern millennial moms mm. they do a lot of chuggy things i think a pumpkin spice latte might be chuggy that sounds about so that, right so, like so is basic. that not basic yeah it's like essentially basic. essentially but i think it's like People have like live laugh love on their wall, like yes. that type of thing. <laughs> Listen, my infinity, my my bitch, all my tattoos are. Oh damn! <laughs> what are your tattoos? Say la vie. La vie tattoo, and I have a, a infinity symbol. Chugi. She has an infinity wow. symbol that she got with her friend that she's no longer friends with. Yeah. In my defense, I have it too. Hers We're is not a little bit different. Ours is and ours are a different iteration. Oh, I'm uh, terrible. I remember that. I it have says a, bliss. What's what's yours? <laughs> yours yours is just a. Mine says bliss. It says bliss. <laughs> Y'all, this. Wow. Okay. I have no tattoos. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, are you surprised? <laughs> Marshall's like, yeah. yeah. I'm like my Capricorn friend over right, here. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, I have no tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your tattoo? You said you have a tramp stamp. I have like a little. I have a star. I have a lower back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the crazy thing is when I was 15, I was going with you know how you have those friends whose like moms let them do whatever they want? Yes. So I had a friend whose mom was like that, and she yeah. was gonna take us to get tattoos. And I was not okay. Right? I, was, I know my mom cussed her out. Um she a woman? No. Uh what this is it? Delilah. This Delilah's is Delilah's mom. Delilah. Delilah's I was mom. like, oh, I think he's about to say Delilah's spirit. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean. Anyway, uh, so I was going to get a tattoo on my lower back that said, never look back. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yes. You're a and fucking liar. I called my big sister I'm and my sister dead. was like, if you do that, I will kill you first and then mom will kill you after. Yeah. Do not do that. And I didn't do it. Thank God. That's kind of badass. I'm not going to lie. No. Like if I had that. Never look back tramp stamp. Oh, I would have never a lot of fun back. with that. That's mad sexual to me. That's hella sexual. Were you thinking about it in that way? I was a virgin. So, 
No, she, you didn't even I know. I just was like, you should just put some back. eyes underneath. That's back. what the girls do. They put like eyes on their back, little like eyes. <laughs> also, I remember the term geriatric millennial is what they're calling us. Oh, it was like geriatric pregnancy or something. Um, yeah. No. Who's calling people geriatric millennials, Glenn? That's what they're calling us online. Geriatric millennials. <laughs> that's what that's they're calling what us online. Look, I, I sound I, like a geriatric millennial. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, who is they? I, you, like, what is qualified? Is that because you don't wear, you wear skinny jeans? Right, the skinny okay. jeans thing. And you do a side part? Right. right. Instead of a middle. Right, 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 right. And you just, like, know certain things. You've seen certain things come out. I don't know. Whatever. Are you like excited about a friend's reunion? Exactly. Like that? okay, that's a geriatric you. millennial. Wait, okay. that's Chugi. No, I, 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 I have not. Did no, you? I don't watch that program. You did? Chelsea, you did you? I've seen every episode of Friends. <laughs> Chelsea, don't say shit to me ever again. <laughs> Why did you watch that? Excuse me, my friends are black. Just because I watch the show. Wait, you, mean... you watch Friends, Chelsea? Don't say another I watched it though because I was in the Peace Corps with like all these white people and they and like we had these like you know zero hard drives. So it is not really a good show. Like, Every listen, time someone puts normal. that I'm show on, I'm that like, Chelsea it is bad. It. It's a Wait, bad. It's not good. It? Have you watched it? I have watched a handful of episodes. I never laugh. I'm never entertained. Maybe you don't understand the characters yet. Oh. <laughs> It's just, character development it's is just like watching a it's little easy watching it's no. very easy watching. I, I, like, mm. I, I mean like i've watched seinfeld a lot that is not the same thing seinfeld is like a very well done i actually don't show. love seinfeld i can't get into seinfeld but i do well, love curb so i don't know i love curb curb and seinfeld are in the same They're basically the same thing in the same I gotta give it another go. Friends is not even invited. They're not related. They're not. No. Well, you know what? Billions of people would disagree with Shade, <laughs> So talk to the hand. I'm just Anyways. shocked that Chelsea has watched Friends. It's shocking to me. Yeah, it was supposed to be a secret. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you heard uh, it here first. I know a black girl's texting reveal. Just like that. <laughs> a black girl's texting reveal. Before we go, um, yeah. I'd love to know and have the listeners know more about your favorite auntie show, more mm. about the inspiration, where you're going. There's a newsletter. I'm tapped in. Can't wait. Tap, tap, tap in. Let us know. Let us I'm know. like, I'm excited about it. Your favorite yes. auntie uh, was a show that I started last year around this time, actually, which is actually kind of crazy to think about. But um, I started it in quarantine. I'd always wanted to do a podcast like I, like this. I'm like, is this like your whole setup? I'm like, is this hard? Is it easy? I, I was always so overwhelmed, intimidated by it. But I thought maybe I would just maybe start an IGTV show. It was more because a lot of people would hit me up and want advice. A lot of kids, I, I mean, they're not kids. They're just like, <laughs> kids. <laughs> they're just younger than me who would be in the, in the fashion industry were like, what did you do to do this? How did you achieve that? What, you know, all these types of things. And um, I was like, you know what, why don't I just go online one night and just like talk about stuff. And I had also written an article about um, white women's tears. Mm. Um, I written it in 2018 and it got recirculated uh, obviously because of Amy Cooper um, and like 
Allison Roman and <laughs> she, <laughs> she looked out the window. I can't. I just, just want to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I thought I saw her on the train and I was like, I was ready to fight. Amy Cooper. Movie. Yeah. I was well, like, she's yeah. looking real Amy ish. And I was like, that's not her. She has so much fucking nerve. Can't even go there. That's yeah. anyway. I don't know what I would do if I saw Amy Cooper. Honestly, I, I think I, I would. <sighs> I'm like you. I think I'd swing. Uh, <laughs> but I was about ready. <laughs> I think I would totally swing. But I, it started recirculating, and I was, and a lot of people were asking me questions about it, and I was like, okay, let's just like get on live and just talk about issues. People can send me um, questions, and I'll answer them. And it felt really good. And I was like, all right, I'm going to keep this going. I'm like, create my own little world and like own little community where you come to auntie's living room every week. And like, I, we talk about particular topics and I answer your, your questions on air and I give you advice. And, um, you know, I don't know, I, I don't consider myself an authority figure, but I definitely have lived and so I thought I could offer some insight into some things that were difficult. We've talked about um, everything from interracial dating to um, career, ambition, freelance life, uh, body issues, wellness. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to have Jenna Lyons on. We've had um, yes. my good friend Sophia Rowe and Patia Borja and Sean Garrett and Dante Colley. And uh, we've got some really good guests coming up the rest of the season and then um I've had my good Judy's Julie Wilson on and Pam Nasser and it's just like a good time and it really was a, a way for me to connect and like get dressed up every Thursday and like do something that wasn't a job you know um and it felt really uh cathartic I think for everybody and um you know so I hop on and I have my wine and I just I answer your issues and um I mean, the way that I see it now, I would love to obviously take it and expand it into a bigger platform. If it, if it turned into a television show, that would be wonderful. Um, I'm starting a newsletter notes from auntie's desk. Um, and I think I, I'm like trying to figure out what my first topic is going to be, but I have really been looking at Naomi Osaka a lot this week. And like, Mm -hmm. she's just really like, Mm. I feel like she's, it's a macro problem, you know, uh, um, or a micro problem that's like gone macro, like where it's yes. just like black women in these like all white spaces and our mental health is not being, um, you know, cared for or even considered. And we always have to bend ourselves for everybody else. And we, and no one can like make concessions for us. Mm-hmm. And I just, and it's just, everybody loses that way, you know, like everybody can loses because now she's out of the French open and we, we missed out on a beautiful game mm-hmm. of tennis and, and like, anymore. no one's wa- like really. And then that's my girl. Mm-hmm. That's our girl. And, and I think obviously Naomi loses the most because she doesn't get to do the things she loves. Yeah. Um, and she has to, because white institutions will not like provide her space um, to live. So I don't know. I was thinking about writing about that for the first newsletter. If you guys, if you sign up and subscribe. Yes. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like 
Could we could quickly talk about that really fast because of course. so Venus came out and she kind of expressed like sort of a different view, a view that I think is more um, in line with how you would expect black women to react. Like, I don't care what you say, like, I know I'm a bad bitch, whatever. And um, it's just that idea of like being strong. And I was watching, this is going to connect, I promise. I was watching the Tulsa like thing on CNN. And when it ended, they were talking about the crazy, you know, riot, massacre, killings. And when it ended, it was like, we are so strong. We are such a strong mm-hmm. people. And I was like, actually, I'm sometimes I'm not that strong. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get sad. Sometimes I can't recover as yeah. fast as I'm supposed to because I'm a black woman. You know, so it's like yeah. that, like, I don't know if I'm making sense, but like no, it makes Naomi, so much sense. Yeah, Naomi kind of represents honestly how I feel sometimes when I'm just like, actually I'm sad and I can't right. I can't, I can't carry all this right now. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. put on this face and show up to these press conferences when I don't feel comfortable doing it and go play that game. I'm a human being. Like it's kind mm-hmm. of crazy the expectations yeah. that we have over people that are supposed to entertain us. And when they, yeah. they show Especially that, they, that they can't do it, Especially. we're like, Especially Whoa. when they're Especially. black. Because, you know, I have this saying, the girls know, white women in distress, mm-hmm. WWID. And I'm like, listen, I don't have time for this. I'm about to go into white women in distress mm-hmm. and just have a breakdown and freak mm-hmm. out. And when white women do this, it's normal. It's Girl, you're a right. human being. They're, they love to say, I'm suffering from exhaustion. But their tears matter, whereas right. our tears do not. Don't. You need to be <laughs> no. strong. You need to figure it out. And and you know what? I'm always going to be this person. I think it also starts at home. We have to do a better job of not setting these expectations for ourselves, not feeling oh, yeah. as though we have to, you know, <laughs> come on, Glenn, go in. <laughs> no, I'm feeling, saying you're no, right. We don't. We don't. We we need to stop creating these environments. And you know, even down to our parents. The way that's in which we were brought up, I understand that it was because that was all they knew. But I think our generation is really yeah. kind of normalizing expressing emotion, expressing yeah. that you're not okay, mm-hmm. like being open and honest about that and not, that not being a sign of weakness. weakness. So yeah. I go into a WWID real quick. I'm like, I just can't do it. <laughs> Good for you. Don't totally. you take like personal health days? I've never done that in my life. I take personal. I'm about to take one next week. Because I need to go to Dumbo House and lay by the pool. So And you deserve. <laughs> it's so true thinking about what you said about like our mothers. Like my mom talks about it all the time that she did not like set a realistic or like a healthy uh, example for me or something to aspire to because mm. all I saw her do was just work mm-hmm. like a crazy person. And it just I don't know. Yeah. I mm-hmm. also think that yes, and I, I think that our parents were like and you know, like, yeah, the world, the world is racist and, and crazy. And what does that mean? Does that mean yeah. you don't get your lesson? Does that mean you don't get to, you don't go get a good job or get your degree? Like you keep going. And I'm like, right. okay, but I'm like, but I'm, I'm traumatized. I'm really traumatized by the racism that I've endured. I, and that I know part. that you are too. Like, Cause you talk to me, my parents are both retired now, but like my mom used to talk to me about her white coworkers all the time. And I'm like, these women are driving you insane woman. Mm-hmm. I know that, imagine? you know, like, like, I think about what I deal with, but at least now mm, like they know right. like the, 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 the ethos is a little different. Like the world is different. Can you imagine 
being in corporate like back then. Mm. Yeah. And it's just openly racist and accepted. Openly. Yeah. Openly. I, I, I don't want to only put the onus on us though. Um, as much as I do think it starts at home, other people also need to recognize like, <laughs> yes, we're superheroes, but like that has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like it has something to do with you. And, and if you, if you really care about black women or women of color or then black show women. us black women. Mm-hmm. what's that we said it's okay to say black women <laughs> oh 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 oh, oh oh i just didn't <laughs> i'm not gonna be like no, okay, get them okay. fucking started on the bipoc no i capitalize b like come on yes i was <laughs> okay i've no, been no, capitalizing no. it before they okay. made it in the, in the you know that thing it, miriam is, is, in the, the miriam's web- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no i um i get what you're saying though i think so often it's like we're, we're drawn into something we're specific specifically speaking about black women's issues and um it, i think that if you ca- think that you care about black women then like you should listen to them and when they say that they're upset or they say that they need help or support or whatever listen to them because otherwise if you're just like kind of using them to make you know to make your your space seem more diverse or more inclusive or intersectional or whatever the fuck you want to say um you're really just exploiting them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and i and when, when and that naomi osaka is a very good example of that when you say no and white people get mad it's because you're they're mad because we won't let them uh exploit us so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i i really I, I, that is not on us. It is on uh, white institutions and, mm-hmm. and um, people who are a year later reflecting on what happened. To really <laughs> put up my black square. What's oh, happening? It didn't. In the time that has passed. Anything. <laughs> and the gag is the commissioner or whatever it's called uh, refuses refuses to talk to press about the whole situation. Um, oh, so he's allowed to refuse to talk to the fucking press. Yeah, because at this point, it's like, now now he looks crazy. You have a, right. a teenager who is, I don't know how old she is, but she's dealing with something, yeah, and yeah. you're just like, oh, well, you owe us $15,000. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank it's you. Such an amazing conversation. You are always welcome back. We have much more to do, but can you tell the people where to find you and how to stay tapped in? Tap, 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 tap. Um, <clears throat> you, can, you can watch your favorite auntie show every thursday 7 p.m um it's live sometimes it's on my account at marjan underscore carlos and sometimes it's on at your favorite auntie show um you you can you can follow me at either one um we have a newsletter now Substack. i don't know if that's problematic but it's <laughs> i definitely have a newsletter now um notes from auntie's desk um and yeah i'm www.marjoncarlos.com yes period that's it okay thank you so much thank you thank you guys so much have a wonderful day rest of the evening all right okay this week's what would you do if your man was at home or if your son was on the floor (laughs) um (laughs) And he didn't get lunch. Okay. So it says, 
Dare BGT, I love your podcast. I listen every Wednesday morning, except for the few times when you all upload late. Mm, I was going to say, shady and sassy. Wednesday morning. (laughs) Wednesday morning. (laughs) Sassy emails. Okay. Oh, by the way, if you have a what would you do, email us at hello at blackgirlstexting.com. Okay. My boyfriend, my boyfriend's ex hit me up and said she wants to link woman to woman to talk to me about some things. For, for, for a woman little back- woman cracks me up. Sorry. <laughs> okay. For a little background and context, she and I have been exchanging really aggressive texts and DMs. Oh, no. She once texted me, if she sees me, it's on site. She claims she still messes with him. He denies it. But things between the girl and I have never been positive and have never been good. She's now saying that she's grown up and is mature and over the situation and wants to talk to me woman to woman. Did I meet up with her? She's trying to jump you. Yo, she said it was on site. <laughs> like, no, she, girl. I'm, I thought she her. meant it. Do not meet up with her. No. <laughs> or bring a knife or blade. Don't in your meet mouth. up with her. And also, you might need to break up with your boyfriend. Sorry. That's my next step because it sounds like it's a mess. And I just don't really know who to believe. And I just don't like it. It sounds like baggage. And I would just get out of the whole situation, to break be honest. Up with your but I will say, I've, <laughs> I've had crazy exes that lie. But how long is she going to be around with her shit? Tell the nigga to call her ass yeah. and handle it. Right. It's handled. Yeah, actually, I was gonna say meet up with him. No, they cannot meet up. A phone call, <laughs> or <laughs> sitting right there. File, file a restraining order. Oh lord, you could just block. <laughs> you could just block this person. Very just block, block IG, mute, block, hide, whatever you got to do. I've... But I would definitely be like looking at your man a little sideways mm-hmm. or the little comments. I don't like that. <laughs> I've also realized that although I don't bangs with police. If you are threatening me and telling me you're going to beat me up on site, best believe I'm calling the police on you. So try it if you want to. You're going to have a record. <laughs> yeah, no, she just sounds like she's doing a lot. What is What else is there to discuss? But it also seems like you are, you, you've engaged. So, like, what's going on? Right. Like, girl, why why can she even DM you? Block her. Back and why forth. Why can't she even? Yeah. That shouldn't be happening. I bet this is a young listener. Because I've definitely had experiences like this. <laughs> and I wonder what your boyfriend would say if he knew that you were entertaining meeting up with her. Because, you know, part of me and my messy side of the brain is like, hmm, I wonder what she has to say. But like, <laughs> right. I feel like Glenn would be like, okay, woman to woman. I know. Like, I'm intrigued. So that is the, do it for the story. No, let's meet like, up at Saragina. Exactly. <laughs> Then drink. by the end, you're and like, it's actually kind of nice. dinner. Exactly. And we're like, bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's do this. But it's like, not, <laughs> it's not a good look, though, to, to entertain no. that. We don't need the conversation with her. Tea. I yeah. just feel like it's physically dangerous. Like, what if she comes with like 20 of her cousins? People be crazy. What if she What if she was like, anything you can say in front of me, you can say in front of my man. <laughs> and she brought him. They could go sit together and look like happily coupled up. She wouldn't no, say shit. No, well, if I were the no, ex, I would fight her. Cause no. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. What? That's but I also much. don't understand, like, what is the point? Like, what is there to converse about? Like, we are not friends. We're not going to be friends. That's what I'm there's, saying. So say it in front of me and my man. What do you have to say? <laughs> no, there's nothing to say. 
Right. We're not friends. Right. We have no We're, relationship. We've moved past you saying you want to jump me. Are you coming to apologize for your threats? You right. Can apologize in my DM. You could do that in a voice note, a voicemail. Yeah, DM. You could send me a card. <laughs> you could send okay. me a cash app. Saying <laughs> you could send me a cash app for my troubles, for my That's therapy. the solution. Tell her, girl, it's no bad blood. Just send me a cash app so I know it's real. I like that. Ah, oh, that's so good. <laughs> Not so I know it's real. Yeah. If you hit her with that, she she might feel like she really has to do it. Exactly. And if she's really sorry, then she should. Um. Okay. <laughs> Again, email us at hello at Black Girls Texting if you have some advice that you would like to procure. Um. Our Instagram is hello at Black... I mean, no. Our Instagram is Black Girls Texting. Our Twitter is Black Girls Text 1. We still have merch. Get it before it sells out. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot merch. Get you a little hat. shirts. Put your bonnet <laughs> under the hat. Yes. Or you can get a phone case. Look at us peddling our products. <laughs> Listen, not we just can't have Zuckerberg in the 1%. Right. Um, also, we have a Patreon. So we, there's a Patreon for this episode, too, um, where we actually talk unfiltered. There's no fucks being bleeped. There's no <laughs> I was that like, was she can say it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. This one we talk about Chelsea's favorite person kevin samuels stop saying that to people he's not my favorite person (laughs) literally this is what i mean with the black and white culture we have he's not my favorite person i just can't understand some things that the man is saying what's wrong with that anyway it's just too funny um but i would say though the patreon is really heating up the real the good good is happening over there so yeah also literally guys share like liking our stuff on Instagram is nice and we appreciate it. Commenting is is nicer. Mm-hmm. Sharing, mm, that's really nice. That's real nice. Five star ratings and comments are real nice. We'd right. love to see it. And when we say to get the Patreon and that it's the good good, it's like you got some extra oxtail gravy. You feel me? Like it's still good. You still get some good stuff here, but you want the extra gravy, you know? Exactly. So go get it. Exactly. Okay, love you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.